0: little warning, this episode has a lot of sex talk, so if you have youngsters, maybe not the best. Also, Pam, ah, eh, probably don't listen to this one. You're listening to The Dollop on the All Things Comedy Network. This is an American History podcast where each week, I, phone user, man who likes couches, New bookcase owner, Dave (laughs) Anthony. terrible. You expect us to wait that long for that? Reads a story from American history to his friend.
1: Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the topic is going to be about.
0: Uh, Gareth, I'm going to edit out the part where there was a delay. And then are you going to edit out this part that's referencing the delay? No, because now it's just going to get confusing. What a dumb editorial decision you 're making well, you don 't understand the magic of editing oh, I do Long pause.
1: every now and then i 'll listen one and i 'll go, wait a second I <laughs> <there."> <laughs> that went on longer. <laughs> I went on way longer
0: well i used to here 's a little uh, here 's a little pandemic info for people. I, I never edited before the pandemic. we would record i wouldn 't listen to it yeah. we would put it up unless someone said something egregious that we wanted to remove, which almost never, ever happened. Uh, Then I just put it up. But now because of the pandemic and because there's sometimes delays uh, when we talk to each other, I have to go through and edit because um, it sounds weird, the conversation. Yeah.
1: Uh, And that's why you've cut me down to... I'm no longer a co-star. I'm a guest star on this
0: show, right? So, and there's a lot of um, there's a lot of me talking and then not really responses. And the reason for that is because Jose, it's It's like the original. Jose is now the co-host, and Gareth is sort of the pet. Yeah,
1: but I think if you look at the numbers, there's not a difference. No difference whatsoever. People numbers wise, there's not been a. People that yeah.
0: People love it. They love Jose. They love Jose's quick wit. They love his characters. They love his accents.
1: He's good. I look. I he's good. He's good. I'm not gonna sit here and disparage the cat. He's good. He's good. Mm -hmm. No doubt. Uh, I just think when people listen to it, they they miss the original, you know, mix of spices. Not based on the numbers between us. yeah, I mean the numbers tell. Yeah, the numbers tell the story. So I—that's why—and I've been very. You you will say that I've been very good about the whole thing.
0: Yeah, no, you've been okay. All right,
1: that's that's in Dave Anthony. That is a compliment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and called it quote his jam pad. Jam pad. I'm the
1: fucking hippo guy. It's Dave, okay. My name's Gary. My
0: name's Gary. Buddy. Wait, is it for fun? And this is not going to become the Tiggly podcast. Okay. This is like Anna.
1: On a five part commission.
0: <laughs> Now hit
1: him with the puppy. You both present sick arguments.
0: <laughs> no sleep tell hippo.
1: That's no sleep tell hippo.
0: H- action part.
1: Hi Gary.
0: No, it's done, my friend. No. <laughs> no, Broder. Broder in the court. <gasps> Nineteen fifty-two. Yeah. Reinhardt Gellert was born in St. Louis. Okay. Now his, his family moved to a northwest Chicago suburb when he was a teenager. Uh, they called him Rick. Reinhardt, okay. obviously, you know, not a, not a street Doesn't, name in yeah. America.
1: Hey, Reiny. <laughs>
0: uh, Rick liked to fiddle around with uh, mechanical things.
1: <laughs> Dave, there's just these little things. Yeah. They're, early. Uh, they're early. They're seeds. After,
0: after high school, he took some electronics courses at a college. Uh, he didn't go to college, but he took some courses here and there. He, had, uh, he just had a mind for invention. He just saw things and saw answers. Like, that's. Sure. Right?
1: Sure. Yeah. That's. Uh, he, met,
0: he, met, he met Karen. Uh, she, uh, she had been raised in Chicago before her parents also moved to the northwest suburbs. So I assume I'm dating a guy the...
1: named Reinhardt.
0: Yeah. I'm assuming they moved during uh, white flight out of the cities. Right. <laughs> cool. uh, they got married in 1976, had a son soon after. Rick started a few small companies, mostly around inventions he had created. Uh, according to writer Dennis Rodkin, there was one that would be perfect. An ozone generator to uh, purify swimming pool water. Okay. But that didn't take off. All right. Uh, Dennis Rodkin wrote an article for the Chicago Radio. Most of this is based on. So after the ozone generator, Rick moved on to a company that made electricity from methane uh, that was coming out of a local landfill.
1: We're called Fart Electric.
0: Uh, can it be called something else? It could be uh, called electrical farts. What about not? What about uh, elect- electricity from methane? Or how about uh, this fart fuel? Well, uh, so the thing I'm trying to get around. Tell me the note, and then maybe we can go from there. Okay, so I think we should not use fart in the early.
1: Way. We can put it later, like I said.
0: No, I mean it like... A, a oh, Shindian. I've got
1: it. Rine farts. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay, that I And like. it's
1: mine. Electrical Rine farts.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, I'm in. Let's Great. Do this. Okay.
1: Yeah. And then I think the logo should obviously be me with a bunch of wires in my hands
0: farting through the sky like a superhero. Okay, so now we're kind of... Em- we're back to emphasizing the farts, and I think the farts is the thing we want to move away from.
1: Wow, that's it to me, the farts are the hook. I think that's what people are going to really like.
0: I, I, think, I think you're overestimating, overestimating the, uh, the joy that people have for farts.
1: Well, I, why don't we do this? Let's do one with me farting with wires in my hands going across the sky, uh-huh. and then another one where I'm sort of going lower across the land farting with wires in my hands. That way we can have options.
0: Okay, what about one where you're not farting and then one where you are the farting? The name's not I mean, going to
1: make sense then. People are going to be like, why is it called Reinfarts Fuel? Okay. Because my name's
0: Reinhardt,
1: which no, is a regular that. name.
0: I got that. Okay. Great. Yeah, so let's just not, let's just not uh, I think, just not work. Let's together.
1: do it. Yeah, great. Let's do it for sure. Yeah, awesome. Let's, let's shake hands and do it. Absolutely. Yep, 100%. We should do this. Not, it's not happening really. 100% of the time.
0: Not. This is a go for sure. Uh, so the business did okay. It ran for years. It made altogether around 750000 in sales. Okay. And then he sold it in 1987. Okay. Now, while he was doing that business, while that business was running, uh, he also came up with an invention that Rodkin said, quote, designed specialized ice dispensers used for racehorses' delicate legs.
1: This is a niche product. But if it hits, it's going to hit so freaking big. It's going to be crazy. Now, what I've designed here is an ice machine for horses with smaller, weaker legs. How many times have you been an owner of a horse? Bear with me. And thought to yourself, my horse deserves special leg ice. (laughs) This is a machine that caters to that problem. This is a machine that does it perfectly. No longer will you hear the plight of the equine owner being, I mean, I want to ice my horse's legs, but the cubes are too bulky. No longer. These cubes are shaped perfectly to fit around the calves and legs of horses. Now, it's what I just... want, listen when, you, listen, when you're selling it door-to-door is how I see it going. And when you're selling it door-to-door, mm. the first question is not, do you have a horse? The first question is, do you like ice? <laughs> then you get inside the home. Then make the horse play. All right? <laughs> yep. This is going to be a winner. I'm going on horse tank.
0: Uh, so he and Karen tried to also breed their Karen territory. Uh, t- they're Karen Terriers, uh, Spud's and Trixie.
1: They're they're Karen Terriers. Karen, Karen's Terriers. Karen, Karen Terriers owned there's by no Karen. E,
0: there's Karen. So Karen that... had
1: Karen Terriers.
0: No, it, it it's C A I R N. Karen. Karen had Karen Terriers. I hate everything about you. I
1: hate you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, the, she had two Karen Terriers. Uh, <laughs>
1: I mean, I'm not going to get over it These are Karen Terriers Those are Karen Terriers? No, Karen Terriers And your name is Karen And these are your Karen Terriers? It's spelled differently with a C Karen Terriers? Karen Terriers? Karen Terriers, I'm Karen I'm not Karen and these aren't Karen Terriers I'm Karen and these are Karen Terriers
0: So, at some point they gave up They were like, okay, this is too much They won't Uh, fuck They will not fuck In 1984, Rick worked for then bought the business of a heating and air conditioning contractor. Mm-hmm. This business became the Gellert moneymaker and gave them a nice suburban life, which is all and he and Karen wanted. A uh-huh. typical suburban life. They had a house in Arlington Heights. Their living room had a 30-inch TV, large speakers, a shelf of CDs, and a Game Boy. Their son is in high school now in the early 90s. He's big into playing guitar. At home... They had a decent marriage, but they had different sex drives. Okay. Here we go. (laughs) Karen was happy with sex once a week, but Rick was different. Quote, I'd like to have between five and a dozen orgasms a week.
1: Wow. That's a good amount of ogies. Uh,
0: That's also a pretty five and 12 is a pretty. Yeah, there's, there's this. There's
1: a little bit of a window there. (laughs) So
0: I like that between five to 44. (laughs) (laughs) So that meant Karen, that meant uh, he's chasing down a lot of those orgasms on his own, right? Well,
1: but uh, okay, sure. But, uh, you know, I mean, most dudes just
0: jerk off. Right. So he had been jerking off since he was in eighth grade. Wow. Okay. But he's older now, and just using his hand, he says it's getting boring. Well, this is so
1: cute. All right, Jeez, I mean, it, I, it feels like the hand has been satiating horny men for quite a while. Comfortably. Yeah, yeah. No, it's... It doesn't it's take pretty, much. Has he tried pretty... sitting on it so it feels like a different person's digit? <laughs> so. That's all you got to do is sit on it until you get pins and needles, and then it feels like someone else is doing it.
0: He, he became convinced that masturbating could be improved, and he started to seek out other ways.
1: It's called the methane jerker offer.
0: <laughs> so, quote, I was constantly experimenting with ways to have an orgasm.
1: Uh, that is just something you never want to hear from anyone you're near. And you know, like- I've been experimenting with new ways to have orgasms. <laughs>
0: He said he tried all the toys that were available in stores and catalogs. Quote, I tried all sorts of closed cell foam, soft gels, silicone, lubricated camois, and then to vacuums and water jets. Boy, the rugs look great. What did you do today? <laughs> I jizzed in the vacuum.
1: Can you imagine being married to someone who's like I've tried everything I've tried uh, silicones I've tried gels I've tried vacuums And she's like Have you tried just Maybe not trying to come so much Uh,
0: Also I should say the uh, speakers are at the dry cleaners
1: Oh my god Reinhardt
0: And uh, uh, Beethoven works better than Bach
1: Ugh Reinhardt, you ever thought about collecting something, like stamps or bugs or something? <laughs> Might be fulfilling for you.
0: So as I said at the end, water jets, uh, that means he was trying swimming pools, uh, nozzles and jets. Uh, so he was a pool banger. Yeah. It's That's just awesome.
1: I've invented the jizz
0: koozie. <laughs> but... None of it's working. It's not. It's just. Honey, not,
1: I don't know what to do. I've tried gels, silicones. I'm fucking the hot tub. Nothing's working. I just can't seem to stay satisfied in this marriage.
0: So he's an inventor, right? That's who he is. Yeah. So his oh, mind no. starts going God. to where inventors' minds go.
1: How can I come more? What can I do to keep coming? Come on, Reinhardt. Dig deep. Think about it.
0: Quote: You hear about women using the bathtub spigot to provide a clitoral orgasm. So my idea was to make a suction device that produces the same effect for men.
1: In the tub? I,
0: I don't know how his mind went from one thing to a, another, but look, I'm not an inventor, but he just realized that women had a way to do that, and so men should also have a way to do that with uh, some sort of object. I,
1: think I need a suck saying. tub.
0: So... Basically, this means that he has decided to make a male masturbation machine.
1: (laughs) Finally. (laughs) It's called the hand.
0: And not just for himself. No, no, no. It didn't take too long to dawn on me that if I had that need, many other people might also. So I figured... Why not research it thoroughly and see if I wasn't able to produce a machine that would be superior to anything on the market?
1: Hey, Tom. Sorry, I know you're running in real quick. I just wanted to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I've been having the uh, worst time trying to figure out. My, my sec drive is a lot harder, is a lot harder, uh, higher than Karen's. Mm-hmm. Uh, not the Karen uh, dog we have. We, also, my wife's name's Karen. And uh, we just, there, there is a chasm between how many times I want to finish and how many times she wants. Are you satisfied with your jizz output weekly? Let let me rephrase that. Hey, Rick. Let me rephrase it. Let me me rephrase it before you start saying anything. Let a guy, Mm. uh, can a fella have a chance to rephrase a question? Yeah, yeah, okay. If there was a tub or a machine that you could bang, would you, and how do you think Tracy would handle it?
0: So, Rick, I'm, I'm your neighbor, and I've been your neighbor for about 10 years. And I just yeah, want to yeah. tell you that I, I just decided to put up a very large hedge.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I noticed. It was hard to get through. I cut my arms.
0: Yeah. And that, so, and that hedge is going to be there for a reason. And great. Then there's going to be a, and then there's going to be a fence out front. Great. Listen. And we're calling that, that the, Rick, the Rick fence.
1: Irrelevant to me right now. Uh, uh, it's not a, I'm a, as an inventor, not a great name. I'm not sure what it really does, because it's not specifically keeping Ricks out. It's keeping other people out. Have you ever fucked your pool?
0: No, no. But here's the thing: we have video cameras up, and we know that you fucked my pool. Well, okay, I mean,
1: I do, as a, I, yes, if you I I own that, I have fucked Rick, your pool.
0: I, but that's I, a crime. That's a that's a literal sex crime. You cannot fuck other in people's what pools.
1: Way is that a crime? That pool? <laughs> what? You don't know the law at all. First of all. Second of all, if I had a pool, I'd be fucking that pool. If this is a jealousy thing, I'll stop doing it. But my point, we're getting sidetracked. No, we're not. Do you wish you had a machine that ran on something that could fuck you? It's a pretty straightforward question. Get Tracy out here. Tracy! Tracy, don't come out. Tracy, get out of here! Look. Tracy
0: is scared of you.
1: Over the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be doing some really strange things in my yard and house as far as masturbating and fucking... Again, not my wife. We get it once a week, Sunday nights. These will be test runs. So I don't know what to tell you. If you're already a little upset with this line of questioning, buckle up. Because we're about to take it up a notch back there. Okay? I'm talking some NASA-level stuff. So whether you're offended or not offended, you got one choice. You can either join me. That's the one. We're moving. What are you going to do with your pool?
0: <laughs> so to to build his machine, he has to see what else is out there.
1: Right. Do you think he heard and the it, Field of <laughs> Dreams voice? <laughs> if you build it, you will come.
0: He He's so... He's got to find out what his competition is. So the first thing he ordered is the pocket pussy. It's very popular for masturbation. Honey, let me know if
1: the pocket pussy shows up.
0: But but Rick thinks it's just a rudimentary step up for masturbation. Quote, it's a clean receptacle to ejaculate into.
1: Yeah, it's nothing more. Yeah, I agree. There's no real connection to your pocket pussy. That's right.
0: After that, there was a $30... Uh, hard-operated... Uh, sorry, there was a $30 hand-operated oral sex stimulator. Right. I mean, so is that... So you, you would put it on your penis and then hold a bulb <laughs> that you would squeeze, which would cause <gasps> suction. Ah, this is pretty good. <laughs> this is just like being with a woman. <laughs> yeah.
1: Ah, uh, honey, you know what? I think I might have found something here. This thing's pretty weird, but it's doing something. So it's just kind of like, it's almost like the uh, blood pressure taker thing, except it's a uh, Uh, cum sucker.
0: Yes, that's right. Uh, But to Rick, that was too much work. Uh, By the way, we should just
1: point out this episode is not going to be safe for children.
0: Yeah, I'll put that up top. Uh, Rick, uh, a quote, you have to squeeze it so much that your hand becomes tired and you lose all erotic interest.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I, I can't do, I can't come with a tired hand.
0: Well, I'm atrophied. I, I, love, I love that the idea before your hand gets tired is that you have great erotic interest with holding a, a contraption.
1: <laughs> yeah. How do you do that? How do you feel comfortable doing that anywhere? Standing, sitting, <laughs> laying? There's no version of it where you're like, this feels good.
0: So the big boy on the market is from Taiwan. It is named the Robo Suck.
1: Hello. I'm the Robo Suck.
0: More expensive, uh-huh. more parts. RoboSuck is motorized. It has <laughs> several metal fingers that stroke an erect oh, penis up what? and down.
1: Oh, so it's like the Terminators jacking you off? Yes. I, what is Karen? What is Karen thinking? Karen's like, cool. He's like, honey, you know well, what? I don't think a drawer is going to be enough for these devices. I think I might need a shed.
0: Well, Karen is working with this, but
1: yeah. Surely um, she's like. Oh, what? And he's like, and this one, too. It's, it's got robot <laughs> fingers, which are nice. I like the fingers. They're just kind of clammy. i got to put a glove on it. Do you have any of your nice, long, shoulder-length gloves that you used to wear, hon? I think that'd be nice to put over it.
0: So, Rick, uh, he tries out the RoboSuck. After 45 minutes, it had not succeeded. He I'm was, still quote, not finished, absolutely... honey. He was, quote, absolutely convinced that it couldn't even get an adolescent boy off.
1: I'll bet you this thing couldn't even suck our son's dick.
0: (laughs) So the other problem with all these masturbation aids was that you needed to use your hands, and Rick wanted his hands available for other things. That way I can read,
1: change the channel, fix the
0: car. (laughs) So he's now certain that there's (gasps) nothing available that fits what he has in his mind and that there's a market for his idea.
1: And the inventor entrepreneurial spirit is if you see a hole, fill it.
0: That's right. It was early 1982 when he became serious about building his machine.
1: Karen must have loved to hear that. You know what? I think I'm going to have to do it. I think we're talking about a career, not just a simple solve here. (laughs) Honey, I'm going to have to be the Einstein of jizz things.
0: All right. We're taking out a a second mortgage on the house. I'm telling you, I I know this will work.
1: It ha- Look, we're doubling down on coming up with some sort of uh, finishing robot.
0: <laughs> so, <coughs> the very first version just had a small motor attached to an air cylinder, which create- created a pumping action. <laughs> but uh, uh, him, he... he he might not be the man to actually build the machine. He might need someone that has a little more know-how. I mean, he has sure. some, but he really needs someone who really knows what they're doing. Now, yeah. the presidential campaign of Ross Pro is in full swing. Oh
1: <laughs> You talking about you need effective ass? <coughs> well, man, I got something that'll suck the cum out of you faster than a milkshake that's got two straws in it and there's uh, refills. <laughs>
0: So Ross Perot's message was very inspiring to, uh, to Rick. And he decided to help Perot's United We Stand campaign for president. <laughs> so he became a dedicated volunteer.
1: Well, we're happy to have you.
0: And uh, another volunteer was a gentleman named Val Citrin. Now, uh, Citrin was a uh, 54-year-old... Russian immigrant who had come to the U.S. from Siberia in 1978 with his wife and two daughters.
1: We're here for the American dream. We, it will find us.
0: He had served in the Soviet Army. He had a master's degree in mechanical engineering. He said he was, quote, a designer in my heart and soul. And in 1992, he was also attracted to the presidential campaign of Ross Perot.
1: It's a big tent.
0: Uh, at the time, he was working in Chicago for a company designing assembly line machines. So Rick and Val met at a pro event and very quickly started discussing engineering.
1: Yes, I'm very interested in coming up with the specs and the designs for machines, absolutely. Really, that's very interesting. Okay, good to know. I'm looking for someone to uh, work with. Yes, I am waiting to find the master project.
0: Oh, sorry, did you say master project?
1: Yes, I'm waiting to find master project. Yes, exactly. Something to (laughs) finally throw myself into, a career where I can, uh, you know, make a
0: difference, make impact. Well, well, let me ask you something, uh, Val. Do you you like to masturbate?
1: Uh, It's a very strange question. I'm not even sure how to, uh, uh, as much as next fellow. Sure, you know. So a lot. Ah. Sometimes, you know, in a all, pinch.
0: All the time. Well, it happens, I guess. Do you set aside time for it? Do you order thousands of products? Right. right uh, so you're like me. So you're I, like me. Not giving me um, a chance to finish my insert. Do you yeah, do you have a separate room? For what? For just masturbating. masturbating? No, yeah, you do. We all we do. We have a so two-bedroom, one for child, one for us. Have you fucked? Have you tried the pool next door? I mean, have look, I tried to what? swim in it or well, what to it? Yeah, yeah, okay, swim in it. Look, uh, I need someone to help me build the machine that will allow me and men all over America to jerk off without using their hands.
1: I come here to find. American dream. to yeah, And the whole, whole time I say to myself, "I potentially I not find it, it find me. Is that what you're yeah. saying this might that's, be? That's right. So strange, the people you meet at Ross Perot events.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes it is.
1: What are you guys talking about, a masturbator machine? <laughs> I think that's a phenomenal idea. I'll well, I, I tell you, fella, I'd love to fund something like that. We could come up with a bigger finish than the Indian Chariots of Fire.
0: <laughs> so Rick said he might need some part-time help. And then he proceeded to explain to Val what it was that he needed. And Val said, quote, well, I have to think about that. It's such an unusual offer, meaning he was not interested at all. Adult toys was just not the field he was looking to get involved in with his engineering.
1: Yeah. I don't know if you find, I don't know. Yeah. I think you would have to maybe go more of the sexual route and then find an inventor versus looking for an inventor who will go the sexual
0: route okay well val go they go home, they go their separate ways, and Val keeps thinking about it over the coming months. It just keeps coming into his head because I can't stop. it's actually to an engineer it's an intriguing engineering right. project right it's difficult and and he starts to think about it from that aspect of an engineering challenge uh so He's wondering about how long it would last. Quote, we need the machine to last for two million cycles, which in normal use is about 20 years if the person uses it a couple times a week for 10 minutes at average speed. So he's breaking down the math of how to <laughs> this, make Ryan, durable... Be, to
1: Rick's ears, he's got to be like, yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, when you do the math, it is the machine must last 20 years for customers to be fully satisfied.
0: Yes, well, so, yes. Yes. At the end of 1992, in December, Val gets laid off from his job. So he starts working for Rick full time. Oh, boy. And he's now much more into the project. Quote, it started making a lot of sense to me. You are designing for people who really want the device. And secondly, it is a great device that doesn't give people any diseases and is good for people who can't have a normal sex life because they Uh are divorced or too busy or have some problems. He drank the cum yeah right. So so I think that he he went from being like no, I don't want anything to do with this to yeah. to them thinking it's an interesting idea from a engineering perspective, and then now comes sort of the, yeah. the Rick talking to him about uh, which is like oh it'll help with uh, uh, diseases. Yes, less that's syphilis, right. Like- this is a AIDS eliminating machine. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but it must have made Rick so happy when he sees, like, Val, like, on the floor, like, no, because I, I'm worried that the person's cock might not get inside there. Like, if we can find a place, <laughs> what is he going to do with testes? His calf muscles will be exhausted. We need to come up with some sort of bench system for him to stick in.
0: So, right, so both men saw it as a way to slow the spread of AIDS as well as helping marriages.
1: This is how you get rid of AIDS. And what wife would not love to have cum balloon next
0: door <laughs> So if a wife wanted less sex than a husband, the machine could keep them, him from cheating or visiting sex workers. Are you in mood or should I go to closet? <laughs> <laughs> Val's engineering brain combined with Rick's masturbation brain. <laughs> uh, and then they started researching and plotting and developing. After about a year, they had come up with and tested over two dozen prototypes.
1: Oh, my God. How is work? He's okay. Boy, that Rick really can fuck the wall.
0: (laughs) So But they learned from each prototype, right? Rick, quote, orgasm seems to be a direct result of how many inches per second the surface of the skin is moving. Oh my God. It's very it's very uh, it's very not erotic at all. It's very uh, breaking down the male orgasm.
1: Almost ruining jerking off. (laughs) <laughs> it's it's not about that. It's about how many pieces of it per second
0: are in motion. What they came up with in uh, late 1993 was it, and they named it Venus <laughs> okay. 2. There, is there a Venus 1, you ask? Well, sort of. Oh, dear. The first Venus is the Roman goddess of love, and this is the second Venus, what the goddess... Homage. Of self-love.
1: She must be honored.
0: She <laughs> must be so honored. Uh, it was composed of a plastic briefcase that had a uh, small... <laughs>
1: you off to the office?
0: Nope. <laughs> <laughs> a plastic briefcase that had a small motor fastened to the inside. Oh my a rubber God. hose oh, is connected gross. to the motor. Jesus. And I'm then, your sock tube. And then, out, and then the hose goes out of... The uh, the briefcase and is attached to a plastic cylinder, which is known as the receiver.
1: Oh, good lord! We don't need to come up with fancy names for the jizz
0: holder. Inside of the receiver, which just looks like a a plastic tube, right? Inside the receiver is a rubber liner. To get it going, and I think this is this has changed over the years, but to get it going, you blow into the cylinder to uh, create I'm to pressurize myself. the air. Okay. <laughs> to pressurize the air between the cylinder and the rubber liner, and then you, you lube it up, and Ugh. you go to work. Oh, good Lord. And there's a diaphragm that m- moves the air in and out, and, you know, it's a whole thing. So Ugh. in March, Rick jumps into the Arlington Heights. This is while he's building the... He jumps into the Arlington Heights race for Village Manager. For Village Manager? Uh, it's is that a, a thing? It's like a, Hi, it's welcome a, to our town. I'm the manager. It's not a, it's not a town or a city, it's a village. And so they, I think it's like a mayor, kind of. I think it's sort of on. Okay, that. sure. Yeah.
1: And he's running for village manager after coming up with his screw case.
0: That's correct. His previous, uh, the vi- previous village manager had just left unexpectedly. So Rick jumps in. Uh, three other people do. Rick wants to bring his. There's a vacuum pound. of power. <clears throat>
1: Did you say vacuum?
0: Rick wants to bring his newly found Ross Perot politics to the village. The Chicago Tribune called him a dark horse amongst the four candidates. His platform was to, quote, let residents air their views on how local government should be run via a computerized citizens lobby, which is what Ross Perot wanted. He wanted to create sure. like little small televised uh, places you could talk. I mean, he's talking about right. Zoom. Shh, right, right,
1: exactly, right.
0: He said just changing candidates wouldn't matter if you didn't change the system. Okay. So Rick spent a total of one week and $1,000 working on the campaign, and he lost. He came in fourth. The winner had 6,876 votes. Rick had 138. Jesus
1: Christ. On March
0: 8, 1993, Rick applied for a patent for his... Automated Masturbatory device
1: We don't actually Need to go through The evaluation process You can have it
0: <laughs> We're
1: very sure
0: We're very sure Once the machine was done Rick used it Every day For three weeks Oh my god Ugh uh, After that Ugh. Less, uh, every Every you other day his, but- w-
1: his wife Must have just been like Cool <laughs> You know honey the load jar's actually starting to work a lot better than I thought it would, which is really what I was worried about in the prototype phase.
0: Now, you, you bring up his wife, but I... And, yes, that's a crazy and part his of son. the story. his son, sure, his son. Right, his son. So that's his fun. son... He has a dad who is just yeah. oddly open about wanting to masturbate into a, a, a machine. You want to give it a whirl, boy? <laughs> <laughs> so... They begin selling them. Apparently, they put word out on the street because the first person to buy one was a friend of one of Rick's neighbors. Oh, wow.
1: Hey, so uh, he... I'm
0: Dan. Uh, I'm
1: actually uh, just... A, a, Rogers, our son, Rogers, and my sons play soccer together. He had mentioned something about uh, a briefcase you can bang. Um, I hope this is not too awkward. I, I have the money. I would love to... Have a case that would suck my dick.
0: <laughs> right. So that, this is where my brain can't comprehend because <laughs> because it it has to. I mean, it has to go through people. Like a friend of a friend hears about it, so right. people are talking about. Oh, people it. are talking. And he has no shame, which is actually more healthy than having shame. Yes. Right. Yeah, I mean, well, we 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 are you and I are more fucked up about this because it m- makes us feel weird than Rick.
1: Yes. Well, right? I just yes, I mean it to me. It's it. What's weird about it to me is that well, there's so many things, but that he has a family, that he's kind of uh-huh. openly doing this in front of his family, and that it is this big of a problem, uh, like. It just yes. jerking off doesn't seem that difficult. Well, it seems it seems like he's like he's, he's after more. It, he's after more than just lightening his balls.
0: He he's bro- he's. I think that he's broken down his marriage happiness right to the amount of sex he can have right and 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 sort of it, it's like he's. It's like he's compartmentalized how marriage works, and you it's, don't hear anything about the emotional. There's no yes. anything about the emotional. Yes, connection. his wife.
1: Well, it's also, but it's also as, you know, it's like if if you were like I'm gonna build a joke machine for the podcast just so we have it, and I'd be like, uh, <laughs> sort of feels like my role is to do. You'd be like, well. I mean, couldn't hurt to have more jokes, if you know. And I'd be like, "Uh, okay," you know. Like if you're the wife, and it's like, "Well, honey, I'm going to go to the shed and try to bang that thing again." It's like, yeah, sort of felt like my
0: role. (laughs) Honestly, there's already a joke machine. It's named Blaine Capatch. He is great. Uh, so look, his first one sold to this guy on November 9th, nineteen ninety three, for thousand ninety five dollars. Okay, which equals to about in today's money. It's, so it's about two thousand dollars that this this guy spends on a on a machine to have sex with. Mm-hmm. The machine weighs eleven pounds.
1: Okay, that's before or after filling.
0: <laughs> it's it's six feet. It's six inches high. Six feet high. It's six, six inches feet high. high. It's, a, <laughs> it's basically picture a totem pole.
1: It is that with it's a totem hole.
0: It's eight inches wide and nine and a half inches long. So that, it's not small, but it's not huge. No. It's, a, it's a little boxy. And it's briefcase probably
1: Very thing. simple. Like if someone catches you in public with it to just say, I'm studying weather.
0: Well, that's it. You can fit all the parts in the briefcase for traveling or hiding. So it just looks like a box you're carrying. You can say anything. Right. Uh, if they catch you with it. Right, uh, just a bunch of
1: it. pens. Or if you're him, you could just be open. It contains a series of tubes <laughs> that'll go around my penis and pull semen from me.
0: <laughs> so it sells very well. Uh, he, he's been using the Bank of Buffalo Grove for 10 years for all his business accounts, so he goes there to open a merchant account for processing credit card orders.
1: Oh, wrong briefcase, it, sorry. Uh, my, my business stuff's in this one.
0: He decides to call the business Safe Sex Systems and open accounts under that name. But when the bank president learns of what the business actually is, he orders an officer to have Rick close all the Safe Sex, Safe Sex Systems accounts within 30 days. That's not cool, though. No, it's not. But this yeah. is a different time. I, mean, I know, but still. If I you're think now. Buffalo, yeah. I think now a bank would take any money any way they could yeah. get it. And, and I mean, really, then, uh,
1: when you think about it, the bank is the machine that sucks you dry. Ooh. The whole Rick time, forced... the thing I've been looking for was where I'd been putting my money already.
0: So Rick is forced to move uh, to another bank and found one where they didn't care. He also now, to be clear, then... I
1: want to be up front with you guys because my last bank was upset at me <laughs> because inside of this briefcase is a series of jars, tubes, and vacuums. <laughs> And it's meant for the man to put his member inside of it, and then it finishes him. Are you guys willing to take my money?
0: Uh, He also, uh, because of what had happened, switched the company name to 3S Corporation.
1: It stands for safe sex.
0: So, maybe marketing is difficult. Either way, uh, Val and Rick bring the Venus 2 over to Abco Research Associates. Okay. Now... (laughs) Abco is uh, a company that makes a female version of the Venus Two, so okay. women can uh, you know, on their own the penis too. It's like a saddle with a. Di- it's a whole thing, so you know, rotating whatever the rotating dick saddle. No, I haven't. Yeah. Um, so that came out that had come out in 1987. It was
1: named uh, the Sibian. Oh, I know what the Sibian is. The Sibian's you do? insane. Yeah. Yeah, Hilarious. yes. Uh,
0: so a guy, the guy who came up with the Simeon had worked as a ballroom dance instructor and found out sure. a lot of husbands were not good in bed. Wow.
1: So this is <clears throat> just validating any fear any husband has to his wife ballroom dancing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so from that knowledge, he created the Simeon and uh, sold it for uh th- Thirteen hundred ninety-five dollars through his company, okay, Abco, Abco okay. Research Associates, and they just happen to be located in the state of Illinois, also. So something about Illinois. So, so Rick and Val drive down there and show them the product, and they love it. And um, the two companies start working together.
1: <laughs> yeah, honey, good news! We sold it. <laughs> Great! This is going to be a big part of our lives. <laughs>
0: Abco helps Rick launch the Venus 2 and market it. Okay. Rick starts selling the Sybian on his uh, through him, you know, his his sure. company. Abco starts selling the Venus 2. It's a happy happy marriage. Sure. Um so a year later Rick had sold 500 Venus 2s. That's, That's $550,000. Yeah. That's like that now you're now I had no idea and now I'm like what? Like, but of course there's a market for it, but yes. Now here's some of the guys. Tony is a private investigator in Chicago and he was interviewed by Rodkin quote. The closest thing I can compare it to is a good blowjob. The sensation is similar, but you don't have the turn on factor of having somebody there doing it to you. Yeah. No shit. (laughs) The whole, the whole point. Right? It's like having sex without the uh, the person.
1: The only downside, I would say, is that when you're done, it's a little
0: depressing. <laughs> <laughs> Cleaning out the jars a little weird. At that, by the t- when Tony was interviewed, he had used it around sixty times.
1: Oh my god! I mean, it's not the greatest. How many times you used it? About sixty.
0: Quote, but look, it's durable as hell. It runs. Oh, forever you can over. really
1: bang the fuck out of this thing. <laughs>
0: It doesn't get tired.
1: It doesn't complain. You never have to say less It doesn't less complain. Ah! That's the next thing he says. No, no. It doesn't complain. No. What? Did I, what? I bet
0: and if you, it could, it would. Can I and, have a life? And you don't have to take it to dinner.
1: Oh, my God. You should, though. So, And uh, so, my briefcase will be having the angel hair pasta. Nothing
0: too <laughs> garlicky,
1: though. It'll be on my cock later.
0: So I would say this. You're, you're finding a product for the right people because this yeah, is right. a machine right. that is for men who shouldn't be around women. Right. Okay. Right? Fair. Let, yeah. let's, let's get these men away from women. Perfect. The Venus 2 also has a speed knob so you can speed <laughs> it up or slow it down.
1: Uh, My guess is that knob breaks.
0: <laughs> the slowest is 20 strokes per minute, so you just want to have a slow jam. Right. The fastest job. is oh. 350 strokes per minute. Oh my God,
1: what? What? That's a hummingbird's wing.
0: Well, do you want to know what it's like to fuck a hive of bees? That
1: like, is, that is like, that is, th- that we've, that's a hummingbird's wing as far as getting your dick sucked. Yeah,
0: it's insane.
1: I mean, what is that? You're like, oh, Jesus Christ. How do I turn this down? Oh boy. Oh boy.
0: It sucked my balls out. <laughs> Gary Griffin became a huge proponent of the Venus II. He called it, quote, the Rolls-Royce of masturbation machines. Yeah, that's now, right. And We all know we all know Griffin. Uh, he's a gay man. Uh, he lived in Palm Springs. He uh, wrote books about male sexuality, which included titles like The Legendary Endowment Project, Testicles, mm. The Ball Book, Horseman's Club, and, of course, Penis Size and Enlargement, Fact Fallacies and Proven Methods. Mm-hmm. Yep. Of course. The now none of these were uh ebooks, so The Horseman's Club is currently on sale for $763.80 mm-hmm. on Amazon.
1: Great. Yep. Great, great, great. And my guess is inside of there is a machine that'll suck your dick. <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> for that price? Gary <coughs> Griffin is his pseudonym. Griffin also uh, co-authored a newsletter called Penis Power Quarterly. Uh, <laughs> okay. Now uh-huh. I now I looked up Penis Power Quarterly because I was like, well I have to I started, I researched right. <clears throat> I put You're it in the newspaper, you know, all the old newspaper uh machine and um and all that came up was that uh, these women in Miami in an office had filed a sexual harassment suit against a guy and one of the things was that he kept bringing in the new issues of Penis Power Quarterly to show her. <laughs> Okie dokie, Yeah. You guys got to check out this week's funny strips. (laughs) So Griffin is a major authority on penis stuff. And he said of the Venus 2 quote, the inner lighting of the Venus 2 is very sensuous. You think you're walking on the moon. It's so good. What? Yes, men can use their hands, but there is always a need for something new and different. People get bored with vanilla ice cream if they get it every day too. Men get bored with their hand. That's why they go and find partners. That, right. That's actually not, just so, just so everybody's aware, that's not why, there's always been this disconnect between men, and I don't think women are saying, there's, there's a bunch of men who love going to strip clubs, and there's a bunch of men who don't like it. And then this is just extrapolating that out. There's men who who don't seem to think that sex is anything that has to do with an emotional connection. Yeah. And then I, there's dudes who are just like I'm going to go fuck a pool and that's the same thing. <laughs> uh yeah, and
1: we're both agreeing the pool fuckers are cool. I I mean that is <laughs> a thing. You would I think it is. I mean, look, if like sex if sex is that important to you, then that is a thing you want in your relationship. And there are partners you could find who are probably aligned with you yeah. in some way. So that is on your list of things that you want in a partner. Otherwise you are going to come to this crossroads where you are, whether you realize it or not, are going to be making your partner feel, uh, a little, uh, feel, not feel like they're not the right person for you because you keep going to your shed to bang a machine.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, and it should be in the shed. It has um, to be in the shed. And 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 again, this is all. Uh, this is ninety four now, right. 94. So you know, this isn't something that's openly talked about. I think you know, get, get, Gary Griffin is a, a I think a gay a gay dude. I think you should and, always have sex. As
1: the best thing, if you're in a relationship, because other you don't want to have a thing that sucks your dick better because <laughs> that's right. Then you are taking away part of your relation, part you know, a well, piece of the connection that's in your relationship. Well,
0: I, I I think then you have you're you're literally having a thing where you're like, oh, I could go have. I mean, you, you're literally yeah. having choices where you're like... Oh, you're cheating. God, I'm so Wife, I have you're going to cheat. You're going to gonna cheat with a briefcase. I have to care and, 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 and get her in the mood. I could just pull out my suitcase and fuck yeah, it. Yeah, like that other like,
1: guy was saying. Like, you got to buy dinner. It's going to complain.
0: You know? Yeah, I mean, that's where their fucking minds are going. I'll so. tell you what
1: the briefcase doesn't want to do is cuddle and have a post-coital smoke, which is nice. <laughs> you can just get right <laughs> but, back to playing with my dog.
0: But remember the argument is that this helps marriages. Like that's Rick's argument.
1: Yes, but it, it it helps it helps marriages that probably aren't right.
0: Yeah, sure. Yeah. It like covers the, the Yeah. Yeah. So, um so Griffin is a huge endorsement. Uh, uh, particularly because Griffin he's promoting the Venus 2, but he's an investor in a competitor called the Miracle Mate. What? It's like the main competitor, but Griffin had integrity. He had integrity. What does the Quote, Miracle Mate do? It's, a, it's just, I think it's a box you fuck. So, <laughs> quote, I also tell people, if you want the genuine sensation of a mouth or vagina, go for the Venus 2. I'm not in this for the money. Guys, I'm in this to help people.
1: <laughs> this feels like a mouth. This tube feels like a
0: mouth. Now, the Venus 2 is not uh, one-size-fits-all. Um. Rick had to know your penis size for the machine to work properly. Shh. Sure, sure, sure. Rodkin, quote, a tight fit is crucial. Right. So you would send a... a He would send a fax to potential customers, which is a form that you had to write down the diameter and length of your penis. So you Just
1: trace it like you would your hand for a turkey (laughs) in school.
0: (laughs) Uh, So now you brought up Karen. What does Karen think of all this? So Karen... She's now 40. Uh, she's working from home. Uh huh. Oh, they cool. So she's the-
1: probably using the fax machine and going, like, it's another penis uh, submission.
0: So they still have the heating and air conditioning business, and she worked as the dispatcher out of their kitchen. She also did clerical work for Venus 2, which was now incorporated as 3S, and it's based three miles away. So she'd drive over to Wheeling and do the, the clerical stuff. She was hoping the Venus would lead to a comfortable life. That's what right. she was thinking. She's thinking, this can make us money right. and make things easier. We can retire. Quote, hopefully Rick's machine will make us a nice living. So far, it would appear there is a market for something like that, which surprises me.
1: <laughs> for even saying that, it's like, it's it feels like yeah. she's distanced.
0: Oh, yeah. So... <laughs> Yeah, she can't believe that this thing actually has any sort of uh, value. My next
1: invention will be a man who will stand in my stead while I'm in my bang shed
0: for my wife. He's he's out there explaining. Look, it's actually labor. We're talking about labor. This is uh, also I'm (laughs) hearing. She probably had to be
1: at like some places where he was speaking. Like I was not getting enough sex in my marriage. My wife wanted to give it to me once a week. Thank you, Karen. Hand me the briefcase. That's when I came up with this. The Venus 2. The only thing that eliminated my wife's cold clamminess. Um, uh,
0: Mr. Uh, Gallagher, Do- doctor. Uh, we, we, had, we had you come to the high school to discuss um, your current job, but we actually thought you were just air conditioning...
1: Oh, I can do the air conditioning stuff. Uh, yeah, sure, no problem. So anyway, this is a this is the Venus 2. It's available for uh, sexualizing in whatever way. Now, heating and air conditioning is also a fascinating world. Let me tell you something uh, about your air conditioning unit. Your penis will fit into some of those vents, but it's too loose, which is why the Venus has to have a very taut grip around your member. Anyway, heating and air conditioning. <laughs> we can do that,
0: too. Oh, uh, the- Now, the bank situation had left Rick uh, a bit gun-shy, though uh, that was the only poor response he'd really come up against. Quote, sometimes I've been fearful, but we've decided to maintain a completely open policy. The principal reason is to demonstrate that a subject like this can be handled with maturity. Now, Mm -hmm. on that side, I'm like, okay, I agree. But there's clearly a weird disconnect about sex. So. It didn't help that rumors were circulating in the pro-masturbation community that the religious right had shut down one adult male machine maker named Funways. Mm, We all remember Funways. Their machine was called AccuJack. Oh, my God. The masturbation community believed the FDA under Reagan had had been pressured by the religious right and responded by forcing Funways to follow strict and expensive safety standards that caused AccuJack manufacturing to be shut down. AccuJack is a phenomenal name. Yeah. And by the way, the
1: only way to get me on the pro-machine briefcase bang machine is to tell me that the religious right is pushing to have it shut down. Now, Uh, I love it. I'm
0: in. uh, uh, well, now, Funways, they, the community, believed believe, was now just a lube business, but I couldn't find anything back in the room up. A, a lube fact, the, business? Yeah, they thought, the people were like, look, man, they used to sell jerk-off machines, and now they're just selling lube. Yeah, right. Okay. But that wasn't true at all. I, as a matter of fact, the Funways site is still up, and it looks very old, and they are still selling the RoboJack, the RoboPort, and the RoboJack+. Plus. It is a case with a tube, and well, you get it, and it's eight hundred dollars oh my god it looks like it looks almost like a fishing tackle box right
1: it, with, it's uh, fun fun way or fun ways fun ways Robojack products oh, I found it, oh my God, oh my, they like tackle boxes it's yeah, a jackal like box, box. <laughs> oh my lord, it's
0: just so weird it's weird um uh, but still, fear fear was in the air uh, for all these people. Gary Griffin said, "Quote: What happens when the Bible thumpers find out you make sex toys is they complain that you are taking man away from his natural orifice, which is the vagina."
1: But even then, but to be fair, that they have put they <laughs> they've, they've put so many conditions around sex. So, like, there are their institution is part of the reason why. I mean, they—they they, the way they view sex is also so demented. Yes. So it's like to hear their morality on, like, what you should or should not do is crazy because their religion is founded upon a lady who got
0: pregnant without cum. <laughs> now, Rick is adamant that the Venus 2 would be nothing but positive for society, leading to less stress, more happiness, and calmness. Quote... There are a lot of people whose schedules are so tight that if they didn't have enough time to have some sex, or at least the physical illusion of sex, they would probably start to resent things a lot. I view a world
1: where after lunch around 345, the boss gives everyone a 15-minute jack-off.
0: <laughs> you know those, uh, those breastfeeding pods? Well, we have one of those, but it's for men. Yeah, it's called the Jack Shack. We have one at O'Hare. <laughs> Some uses agreed, and uh, they would not only use it to masturbate, but also just to relax. So, uh, it's like a cigarette after a meal. I mean, it, reading about this, dudes would actually put it on and have it on that lowest setting and mm. just be like, oh, I'm just, I'm just, it's like being in a hammock. It's meditative. Rodkin, quote, it is, they say, a handy substitute for a human sex partner who isn't always available or in the mood. Uh, it's not. Uh, so anyway, a college <laughs> professor named jacking off is not the same thing as having sex with someone. That's just not a fucking thing. It's also like, yeah, again, it, jacking off should be,
1: It. I think it should just be like this. If, yeah, if you have to, if you feel like you sexually have to get rid of your like semen, yeah, we, then do it. You don't need to have an apparatus, and then you, you know, and then if you have to do it five times, ten times a week, do it. Just do it. Just do that. Let's just not talk about it. Yeah, just do that, and then just try to, you know, just try to compartmentalize and and live amongst
0: us. (laughs) (laughs) A college professor named Dan explained his process. "Quote: I set the knob on slow to moderate tempo, and I lay back and put on some good music, some new age music." It's relaxing the whole cock, massaging the whole thing. I let it build slowly over time, turning up the speed very, very gradually. And just lay back and enjoy it for about 45 minutes. I'll ejaculate once, maybe twice. Oh, that's also very strange. That's very strange. Yes. To k- to keep going after you've finished. I'll do another round. Well, I should bring up, and I didn't put this in here because I don't understand it, but... The claim is repeatedly made that you can orgasm without being hard. What? Yeah. And it, it comes up over and over. Just like a cow's udder milked? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who, what is the pleasure in that? There you go. That's know. cool. That's nice. Just like a piece of cooked spaghetti getting sucked on.
0: And Griffin explained that as a. Your marital, balls a qu- are empty, Mr. Deville. Thank,
1: Thank you, machine.
0: And Griffin explained it as a marital aid, quote, when the man and his wife have a disparity in their sex drive, this is a way to save the marriage. Otherwise, the options are girlfriends or prostitutes. No, those aren't. But what
1: does the wife sure take off? Well, I want to hear the wife say. Which I want to hear after that statement, I want to hear the wife go, "Yes, it has really helped our marriage because it means that this sort of sexual frustration is removed from it." Or is she like, "No, it's super weird, and my kids get made fun of
0: at school. I don't love it. <laughs> I thought I married a regular person, not a guy who had a bank case." Rick was now using it every other day uh, since it had been created after those first three weeks of every day. He also is having sex with Karen two or three times a week. At first it wasn't: uh, you easy. You know what?
1: I, I, I know what I mean, he's in yes. love with the device.
0: <laughs> well, at first it wasn't easy with Karen, quote, "I felt like I could be sure I felt like I couldn't be sure that I had an erection." The stimulation was different and less intense. Yes. I gradually learned that the differences between the two added spice and variety. Now I savor both types of attention and stimulation. Attention. He is making this machine into something it is not. Yeah.
1: I also think, I mean, it's almost like heroin. You don't want to know it's out there. Mm -hmm. You know, like just stick, look, we get it but just come on the, the idea that you're now going like, I like fucking
0: the machine and my wife for different reasons. Karen did admit it bothered her, uh-huh. but did understand he had a higher sex drive quote. If he used it three times a day and paid no attention to me, it would bother me. But what he's done is convinced her that this is an answer, but it's not an answer. To what? I, Yeah, I
1: think, like, openness about what you want is obviously important. Like, you want to be able to say what you want, and, and, you know, yeah, if you want to be having more sex in your marriage and your partner says that they that doesn't equate with what they want, then, yeah. I mean, then you come up with, then you have to come up with a way, but I just think it's very strange for that way to be better than sex with your wife. That, to me, feels like where there's a betrayal.
0: Uh, So Rick knew there were tons of men, straight and gay, just like him in relationships, and that was the market he uh, was pursuing. There were also men who traveled a lot. So he's actively
1: looking... The market is... That's what he's uh, marketing to. Men or women... Or men who are in relationships who are... Okay, that's... that's...
0: And also men who travel a lot and men who are scared of HIV. Sure. So in April 1997... by the way, you can tell that the reason that Rick made this, based on all of this stuff, just pulling, extrapolating, he wanted to go to sex workers, but was too scared of uh, AIDS. Really? And so he built the machine. That, that that to me, because it comes up so often, uh, this right. is uh, saving you from AIDS, that that would be my deduction.
1: Interesting. Okay.
0: So... Um, in April 1997, Abco bought the patent to Venus II with all the marketing and manufacturing rights. So Rick apparently is just out of he's, the uh, he's sold. business. He sold. He sold it all. Wow. Abco then says it improved the machine and started calling it the Venus 2000. Better. So then, obviously, <clears throat> then Rick's just a normal person, so he just kind of disappears. We don't know a lot about him, and in 2009... Rick appeared at the Found Footage Festival in Chicago. Oh, my God. Which shows old, found VHS tapes. And someone had found footage. There's two guys that run it. They're Wisconsin dudes. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, they found an old, old commercial, The Venus 2, with Rick. And Rick brought introduced it on stage and... I haven't been able to locate it, but I'm going to contact the guys and ask them if they
1: have it. Oh, them. my God. Uh, because
0: they have a whole website with all the... And found, it's a great if website. You've if you've never you wrote,
1: watched found footage film uh, festival stuff, it great. is it will entertain you endlessly.
0: Yes. It's really a great website. Go to found footage and just, yeah, check it out. And they uh, and you can buy and download um, stuff. So, so how did things turn out for Rick, you're asking? Well, there's not a lot of info out there, but... Uh, It does seem to uh, show that things did not go well. Okay. In September 2011, the Kenosha News in Wisconsin reported he was arrested for stealing corn. Hmm. It seems he called a farmer who had two farms. One was for sale. And he talked with the farmer a few times about the farm and at one point asked if he could have a look around the property. And the farmer told him he could, but not to disturb or, or take anything. Now, the farmer's wife had a weird feeling, and she told her husband to go check on it. And when the farmer got there, he found trucks were taking grain out of a bin. And a door had been cut open. What? So they're stealing, they're stealing corn.
1: We're going to make and cornography.
0: The farmer, <laughs> the farmer stopped the theft and called the cops. The trucks were out-of-state trucks that Rick had hired, and he had also set up buyers and was going to sell the corn for $3 less a bushel than it was worth. So the farmer called the sheriff. The Rick told the sheriff the corn was agricultural waste. And corn had already been taken and sold. So Rick was uh, arrested. Uh, he goes to trial in 2015. Uh, he's found guilty and given three years probation. So mm. things are obviously not going well for Rick. Right. Um, that's the, last, that's the last of any information about Rick. There are currently two Venus 2000 rental companies in Europe. Rental? I mean, put this
1: on the list of things I'm not comfortable <laughs> sharing.
0: Now, you get to keep... You get, you get to... When you rent it, you get a receiver. So you take off the part your penis goes into, but then you plug it into the tube.
1: I know. It's still a little too close. I, I i don't care how many times a second that thing's stroking my penis. My mind is
0: elsewhere. One, Venus Rental 2000, which when you go to the website, it's just a huge picture of a woman laying in bed looking at you, and you're like, that's not what this is at all. I'm ordering the lady. Uh, it opened in 2004. Quote, We offer you the Venus 2000 for a period of two weekends for the price of 100 euro.
1: So you're just like a divorced dad with a fuck case? (laughs) I'll take it to school. you get it every other weekend.
0: Well, it's $1,000, so there is a market for it, I guess.
1: Yeah. It doesn't surprise Uh, me that there's a market. And it's not even to say that there shouldn't be a market. It's not even to say that people shouldn't be able to use Apparatus, apparatus, yes. or devices. It's just the situation of being in a marriage and then deciding to introduce the fact that you need a screw box.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, I'll continue on. Uh, of course, the unit stays with you between two, the two weekends. We ship it discreet, neutral, and well packed on Tuesday. So it will arrive on Thursday or Friday. The company also says it is an official ABCO service station for the machines. Ugh. Um, so, the thing's doing the clog thing again. It's, <laughs> the motor's very loud. The motor is very loud. Uh, um, I did find a review of another sex machine on Amazon called the Milker. Uh, oh,
1: Christ almighty. Well, the, if you it, didn't stop drinking milk, do now
0: and the uh, the review mentions the Venus 2000 this is by uner this is this is by user Chester M Molester quote good i had a much loved and much used venus 2000 it okay. disappeared during a move i find that the milker is very similar just about as effective
1: uh. Disappeared. It disappeared
0: during, during a move, which is code for yeah, a "my took wife it. threw it out."
1: <laughs> okay, I thought maybe a mover was like "whoa."
0: My wife threw it in a fucking yeah, dumpster.
1: Right, right. But then I got the milker. Pretty uh, good.
0: So, Jesus Christ! What a look, man! Just, just go online. Go to uh, what's the. Uh, the fucking kink website. I, I, just go to a fucking website and find a lady that has the same sex drive, or or just jerk off. I, yeah. I mean, again, like I here. Yeah. Can I, can I ask you something else? <laughs> these guys don't seem to have a fan a fa, a, fan, a a normal fantasy life. Like you, the thing about jerking off is you're fantasizing, but these guys, I don't think, do that. Yeah, it's more recreational. It's weird. It it
1: and I also think that like, like I really don't watch porn, and the reason is because it I find I it's not like when you say that I think people are like oh it got that bad, but you're I think it just it just I think it just damages like the way you view this shit. I think it just removes a reality that is important. And I think it's also a way to just ruin fucking and (laughs) sex sex is like good and it should be enjoyed. And, you know, you should try to preserve you should try to preserve its beauty by not not finding other simpler cheats to having it. It's just a matter of having, like, a little bit of integrity with it. And that's not to say that you, like, again, I mean, you know, watch whatever you want. Do whatever the fuck you want. But if you are engaged in a relationship, that is a huge component in it. That is a part of it. Like, a sexual connection is a part of it. So if you start, I mean, honestly, there are times where, like, I've gotten into relationships because of sex like you know sometimes you're like oh you should wait and and sometimes you should but other times because you are sexual with someone you just fucking start to like them a lot and that's how you form the connection whatever it is it, it will remove it starts to remove some of the important holds that are in your sexual relationship so you can jerk off you should jerk off but you also should make sure that you have a healthy sexual relationship with a partner and you should be upfront about it when you're starting this. If you're like someone who's like, look, I have a crazy sex drive. I have a Venus too," be upfront about it. I know a girl who um, has dated a guy for a long time who has a sex doll and he was just upfront about it. And she was like, it's what, cool. one of those
0: really one of those yeah, really re- expensive ones. Yeah.
1: Yeah. One of those like ones that were. Yeah. One of those ones where it's like, it's Tiffany. Um but, you know, but he was upfront about it, and it's, like, totally cool, and they're fine, and, you know, it is what it is. But it was established. It's just weird when you're in a relationship to—I mean, it's just the same thing if you found out your husband was just, like, spending thousands of dollars on cam girls and shit like that. It's just—it's it's not cheating, but it's not being upfront. So it's just sort of yeah, shady yeah. and weird. Oh, my God. It looks like a—dude, fuck, dude, it looks like the ACDC of— fuck tubes.
0: And look, they've improved it. They have like a air in, air out uh, button. Oh, I know. I ordered two while we were doing the show. And and you know, there's the, there's this speed knob. I mean, it's just Look, it's a choice.
1: If and again, if you if you want to live your life with like fucking a machine because it simplifies your existence, then fuck go do it, you know? But it's it's an isolating experience and it is. That's it's probably what it is. it's probably better to not use something like that and try to find a connection with a human because i think that's where you know this is all birth from is trying to replicate you know sex with a human and, and that and can look, still be there, a very passionate and stimulating experience
0: there there are humans out there to have a hard time connecting with humans and yes fine. and but, but then I, again you for sure go for it yeah but then don't lie about Let's not treat women, Women. let's not put women on... I mean, he's literally putting women on the same level as a machine. Like, it's, it's like a...
1: And you can't expect someone to cohabitate in that environment. You can't expect yeah. someone to comfortably be like, hey, it's cool, Barry goes to the shed and bangs his briefcase.
0: <laughs> so, uh, this is based on an article uh, by Dennis Rodkin in the Chicago Reader called Stroke of Genius... Chicago uh, Reader is a great independent um, media, and I would assume, like everything else, they're having a hard time right now. You can actually go and donate to them. Um, I really, I really like Chicago Reader. Um, I, I had been, I had lost this story. I first found it uh, on some weird blog, and. Um, and it wasn't this story. It was just uh, one of the very first things someone had written up about this guy, and it, it, and it was just him trying. It. Well, I think he had like a suitcase, and he was trying it. But um, and and then I, I think I've talked about how I wish I had, could find it again, and I just stumbled across this. But this was written in '94, um, and then and then I, I you know if you find this amusing, crazy. you know the sources will be up on the Dollop sources page uh but there's there's links to all the stuff there i mean there's a video yeah. the venus yeah. is still fucking killing it there's uh there's that's that's the thing my my google searches are fucked for a while because um uh doing this i'm just like god i'm just gonna be so fucked with it and i always think that when
1: i write on shows i'm like they, like you know like they'll be like well why did you look up that i'll be like for a yeah, joke that was for right. a joke
0: uh, yeah. so I'm just, um, I'm just screwed because there's, I, I went to, there's also so many Pornhub videos of guys using it. Uh, like uh, just, uh, cause I was trying to find the commercial and what do you put in for the commercial w- without it coming up to a Pornhub video? Like it's really yeah. unbelievable. And look, if anybody from, uh, from found footages out there and and you have a copy of that, please throw it up uh, and we'll, and we'll retweet. Yes. Put it up on the socials.
1: Yes, and yes. Again, if you want, if you're like looking to fall down a wormhole on YouTube, found or go to their website, found footage. But I mean, I I remember watching those when I was, you know, ten years ago, and I mean, it is just it's highlight reels of insanity. Yeah. Just commercials, or just some guy who's just like, "This is the only axe that'll go through your leg." You know, and you're like, "This will be good." (laughs) This ought to be fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right.
0: Well, we did it. We did a dirty one. Uh, we yes, signed, yeah, we, we did. signed sex uh, machines. Yeah.
1: Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this, uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army